on tonight's episode of When the Bell Tolls the Big Cuss, I will be running down and recapping the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that just finished about an hour or so ago. Top to bottom, phenomenal pay-per-view. Not too many dud matches for a Road to WrestleMania card, which I'm incredibly surprised. But I hope you thoroughly enjoy the content that is right after a word from my sponsor. Welcome to When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. I am going to review and recap tonight's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And I'll be bold about this. This was the best pay-per-view on the road to WrestleMania in easily the last five or six years. I had very little expectation going into this pay-per-view and was blown away. I guess that, that may happen when you have, when you've, Experienced pay-per-views in the past like this that are just a, eh, you know, like roadblock. Oh, but no, I was thoroughly impressed with this pay-per-view that the stars put on heck of a heck of a pay-per-view. So congratulations and good job to all the stars that fought tonight. So we're going to start off with the match of the night. Well, I say match of the night, the first match of the night. Let's go that far before I proclaim any awards and stuff was Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. This was a better match than I anticipated it going to be. I did say last night, or today on the podcast, earlier the preview, this could steal the show. I'll give you this. It was easily the second best match on the night. Easily the second best. Because both of these men are technical wrestlers. And put on an incredible, incredible match. Daniel Bryan came up on the winning end on this match against Gulak. With the submission, the Dragon Sleeper. So congratulations, Daniel Bryan, on your impressive match. And congratulations to Drew Gulak, too. Even after the match, Daniel Bryan got a yes chant going for Gulak. You've got his respect. And I'm hoping that VKM... Saw this and thoroughly enjoyed it. Second match was for the United States Championship. And we've seen this match probably, I don't know, 18 times over the past three months. Was Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. I expected this match. I was like, eh, it could go this way. It could go that way. But I was blown away once again. This... These two stars and their styles match perfectly. There was high spots. Selena Vega pulled up the mat on the outside. Looked like he was going to DDT him again onto the concrete. Creo threw Andrade over his head. Then there was a little spot fest in the ring. Flips, kicks, all this. Small packages. Boom, boom, boom. It ended up Andrade winning via roll-up. When he grabbed Carrillo's tights at the end and pulled him up. Hats off to you, gentlemen. This was the third best match of the night in my mind. So, third match of the night. The SmackDown Tag Title. Elimination Chamber match. So we had Usos, New Day, Lucho House Party, Miz and Morrison, Heavy Machinery, and Rude and Ziggler in this match. I think this may be the second ever Tag Elimination Chamber this one blew the other one out of the water. Not even close. This, to me, y'all, was the match of the night. There were spots in this match that I haven't seen in a singles elimination. 
I mean, we had the Usos versus the New Day starting out. Two veteran tag teams starting out in this match. Brought up next was the Lucha House Party. And then we got Miz and Morrison and Heavy Machinery. And of course, the last ones, Rude and Ziggler. They got to come up with some sort of team name for them. But this match, I mean, the first people eliminated weren't eliminated until everyone was in the ring. So we had all six teams in the ring at one time. Lince Dorado had what I called the best spot and the best move I've ever seen in the Elimination Chamber. He got and climbed himself to the top of the chamber, a la John Morrison. He didn't just fall. He released and flipped like it was a shooting star press onto the guys below. I mean, we were blown away. Yawn Man and I watched it. Both of us kind of like our jaws dropped. I called it the best move ever in Elimination Chamber. And they weren't done. After this, Lucha House Party was eliminated. They were the first team eliminated. Then we got a little showdown between Ziggler and Otis. The crowd popped for Otis. We love the big dude. It ended up with Ziggler climbing to the top of a pod. And Otis couldn't climb up there. But who climbed up the other side? Tucky! He tapped Ziggler on the back. Threw Ziggler off to Otis who caught him. Otis caught Ziggler from the top of the pod. Slammed him onto the metal grate below. Tucker then proceeded to flip off of the pod onto the guys below. Listen here, y'all. Tucker is not a small man. He was flying like a cruiserweight. And then we got a cool little moment a la Goldberg. Ziggler was standing up in front of the pod. And we all saw it. Here goes Otis. He's going to put him through the pod. Ziggler sidestepped him. Otis shot through the pod and outside the ring. He went right through the quote-unquote glass on the backside and went up and out of the ring, y'all. He went out of the chamber. This was a 335, 40-pound man. Went straight through the pod, glass and everything. After this, Tucker got taken out. So Heavy Machinery was the second team eliminated, but not after Tucker put in a very impressive barrage of fists and kicks on the guys in the ring. So at this point, we're left with Ziggler and Rude, New Day, and the Usos. Well, I'll tell you this. The New Day and the Usos teamed up and eliminated the two whiny divas of Rude and Ziggler. I mean, it was much to the uh, crowd's enjoyment that they were out of the match. So, our final two competitors. The New Day against the Usos. Sorry. And Miz and Morrison. We still have three. Sorry, y'all. We had three classic tag teams. And they took super kicks. And they were New Day was out. So we're down between Miz and Morrison and the Usos. I think we're going to get a build-up to a multi-team match at WrestleMania. Usos against Miz and Morrison. They got super kicks. Shooting Star Press while... Or not Shooting Star Press. Starship Pain. While Miz had one of the Usos in a figure four leg lock. Oh, such a spot fest. And it ended with a nice little roll up. Last, I don't know, it was roll up, some sort of combo on the ropes. And Miz and Morrison pinned, I don't know which Uso, Jimmy or Jay, on the side of the ring. Morrison had his feet pulled down 
Miz lifted his entire body up and put his feet on the top rope. So it was like a bridge that Uso couldn't kick out of. So you're, you're still, your SmackDown tag champions are Miz and Morrison, or as I called them, the dirt sheet. Impressive match. This, to me, was the match of the night. Absolutely, hands down. Next up, we had a no disqualification match between the feuding AJ Styles and Aleister Black. And of course, AJ brought out Gallows and Anderson with him. He's not stupid. It's a no DQ match. Let's bring them in. Aleister Black showed up by himself. We had a great match. There was a kendo stick, a lot of submissions, chairs. There was a great moment when Black put used his knees to shove Styles through the table. And Gallows and Anderson got involved. And the club is just beating the tar out of Aleister Black. AJ Styles, like I predicted in the podcast earlier today with the preview, got on the outside of the ring, went to go hit the phenomenal forearm. He went down, and you hear, gong. And it came back up, and Aleister Black was laying off to the side. And Taker had Gallows in one hand and Anderson in the other, choking him out in the middle of the ring. The crowd went nuts. We all anticipated Taker was going to be there, and the crowd still went nuts for it. AJ still tried to then hit Taker with a phenomenal forearm. Taker caught him with a choke slam. AJ went up, posted very nice, slammed to the mat. Aleister Black got up, hit Black Mass, match over. Aleister Black wins off of an assist from Taker. And I'll tell you this, I saw it afterwards. Mick Foley put it out. A lot of us are predicting Styles and Taker at Mania. Mick Foley suggested the OC versus Taker and Aleister Black. I like that matchup better than Styles-Taker one-on-one. So I'm hoping that's the way they go. Next up, the most, I guess, confusing, interesting match of the night. The Raw Tag Team title match. Street Profits, the champions versus Rollins and Murphy. This was a... A, what you would expect from a normal... This was a Raw match. It shouldn't have... It, I mean, it was what it was on Raw. Spots here and there. Well, out comes AOP to handle business as the enforcers of the Messiah's Mafia or whatever they're called. Well, all of a sudden, they're getting ready to attack and the yellow starts flashing on the screen. Like, what in the world? It was the Viking Raiders. They came out to even the odds. And I'll tell you this, they whipped AOP's butt all the way to the backstage area. So it appears we're going to get at least those two against AOP at Mania. It may end up developing into more. Who knows? And then we go a little bit further on down in the match. It's now two on two again. And it pans to the crowd. And who's walking down that stairwell? But good old KO Kevin Owens. Eating his box of popcorn like a normal fan would. Well, he hops over the barricade and sits on the announcer's table. Rollins gets out of the ring, goes to yell at him. Owens throws popcorn at him. Maybe spit popcorn on him. Rollins gets ready to do something, and Dawkins clocks Rollins. Like Jadavian Clowney hit that Michigan running back. It was a clock. Rollins was out. And then they pick up Buddy Murphy and slam him into the other barricade. They get back in the ring, hit their finisher, one, 
two, three. Montez Ford, so far up, so far down. So you still, your Raw Tag Team Champions, because Rollins and Murphy didn't want that smoke, the Street Profits. Great match. Great match. After the match, Rollins is in the ring, kind of looking disgusted. Kevin Owens comes in the ring, sets his popcorn down like it was a little puppy, and said, listen, stay here. Taps Rollins on the shoulder, spins him around. Stone Cold Stunner is his butt. Picks up his popcorn, walks back out of the ring. And on the way out, pours some of it on Murphy. And this walks out like nothing happened. And I'll tell you this. The Street Profits looked incredibly strong in this match. Incredibly strong. So I hope we get a Raw tag match at Mania. Because as of right now, it's not rumored to have one. Next match on the card. Strowman versus Nakamura, Cesaro, and Zayn. And they announced before this stupid stipulation. Whoever gets the pinfall is the IC champion. And if you listen to the, the preview earlier today. All three of us, Joe, Yonman, and I, picked Braun Strowman to win in a dominating fashion. Well, I hate to tell you this. Every one of us in WWE Universe was wrong. Braun looked strong for a little bit. And then he just started taking finisher after finisher. And it ended up with the Haluva kick. And your new IC champion is Sami Zayn. For some ungodly reason. I do not understand why Vince does this to Braun Strowman. He builds him up and then makes him look weak. It doesn't make sense. The only reason I could even think of is if Braun's finally going to get his main event push after Mania. But now what do you do with him at Mania? Does he get a rematch or we get a fatal four-way between the four of them? Who knows? But for me, this was the worst match on the card. The worst match on the card included four phenomenal talents. Oh, yeah. Sami Zayn, your new IC champion. Enjoy that. <coughs> Last match on the card. The Women's Elimination Chamber match. The winner earns a title shot against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. And if you listened earlier, we all had the same victor. So, listen to the end of this and you'll see if we're correct. Started out with Ruby Riot and Natalia. I call Natalia the measuring stick for the women's division for a reason. She looked phenomenal. She made Riot look great. Next out of the gate, Sarah Logan. Followed by Shayna Baszler. And within 60 seconds, Shayna Baszler had got Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot to tap out. Within the first 60 seconds of her being in the match. Then she proceeded... To put Natalia in the doorway of one of the pods. And ram that door into her. Constantly. And she again locked in. The Carafuda clutch. On Natalia. And Natalia didn't tap. Natalia passed out. So within the first three minutes in the match. Shayna Baszler has three eliminations. And they're all. Submission. So they're wanting to build her up. They've done it right way. The right way. Next up, and there was some dead time here. More than normal, like two and a half minutes of Shayna taunting both Liv Morgan and Asuka. Well, unfortunately for Liv Morgan, her pod opened next. 
and we saw one of the nastiest spots in a women's elimination chamber elimination chamber match I've ever seen. Baszler picked her up, had her legs around her neck, and was just spinning Liv Morgan against the chain on the outside. And did it again, and she turned and whipped Liv Morgan into the side of the pod. One of the nastiest things I've ever seen. And the fact that Liv Morgan was able to get up and even hit a move on Baszler shows me that they're high on Liv Morgan again. But like Natalia before her, Baszler picked up Liv Morgan, beat her tail all the way to Asuka's pod, and got back in there and made Liv Morgan pass out as well. So we're up to now Baszler has four eliminations. One away from bra- tying Braun Strowman's record. No. She may have break broke Braun Strowman's record. Uh, who knows? I think she may have broke Strowman's record. So we get a little stare down between Asuka and Baszler. The crowd popped. This is what we want. We want Asuka Baszler. At some point down the line, we want this again. Guys, I'm telling you, this, this matchup... It didn't go on for long, but it was worth every dime of the pay-per-view. Because that's what we want. We want to see Asuka back to where she was before Charlotte had to squash her. Shayna Baszler and Asuka were phenomenal against each other. So Vince, listen. You want to make money in the, in the future? Baszler, Asuka. That's it. Baszler, Asuka. I mean, this one, Asuka got her Asuka lock in numerous times. But it ended just like the last ones. Shayna Baszler locked the cure for the clutch. And I know I'm butchering that name, y'all. Really don't care. Asuka passed out. So, we ended up with Shayna Baszler will be fighting the man, Becky Lynch, at WrestleMania for her belt. Asuka had five eliminations tonight, y'all. Five. Looked very impressive. They had the right woman win. And I think at the same time, we all predicted it. Every one of us predicted it. So this was a little review. And tonight's Beast of Wrestling winner for predictions was Yawn Man, who went 6-1 and one in matches tonight. Joseph and I both ended up 4-3. and three. Hey, can't win them all, but we're above 500, so we're in the Hall of Fame. So live from Philly tonight, the crowd wasn't too bad. They were actually what I anticipated. A lot of celebrations. And this was one of the better pay-per-views on the road to WrestleMania in five or six years, y'all. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I know I gave you all the results. Doesn't do it all justice. So thank you for listening. So thank you for listening to When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. You just listened to our recap of the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed our my rundown through the card, top to bottom. Not a bad pay-per-view. Like I said, best pay-per-view on the road to WrestleMania in at least five to six years. So thank you all. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.